0: I'm so glad you are here with me this week to listen in on my conversation with Paige Stevenson. She joined me in the earlier days of the podcast, and we talked about her work supporting people who have family members struggling with depression and about her own experience with that. This time, we are changing the focus now and focusing more on people who are stuck and overwhelmed, struggling with issues beyond their control, some of them arising from this year that we've spent in the pandemic, and how she helps people make a shift or simply allow for healing to happen. Paige and her team of advisors are joining us this week. I know you're going to enjoy this conversation, especially if you are drawn to the work with the divine realm. Enjoy. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I am so excited to have you with me this week as I am joined by my dear friend Paige who has been with me on a previous episode. I was just telling her she's my first return guest and I'm so glad that she is the one who is starting me off on this trend as I'm coming up on one year of Happified. Coming up in a couple of months, so celebrations will be forthcoming and details will be revealed. But today, we're going to have a terrific and inspired conversation with Paige Stevenson. She works with people who are ready to move permanently, not just for a fleeting moment, to great joy and happiness. Even if they're currently sitting overwhelmed and stressed out and wondering, how do I shuffle through this big life event when I didn't choose this? Paige helps them by working with angelic energy. As a master intuitive, Paige sees what most don't see. And here's what most don't hear. By working with Paige, she taps into those mystical pieces that may be questioning to bring in more clarity. So I look forward to the clarity we get in this conversation. And we're so happy to share this with you, Paige. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you, Susie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, we're I'm back. I, It's I, like I, a reunion. <laughs> no, I'm
0: just, I'm just like, oh, I'm like, I'm like bubbling. <laughs> you get two high energy ladies together, we're like bouncing in our chairs. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> so excited and thank
1: you so much for um inviting me back i love your energy that's an understatement i i just love your energy so i am in such glory being here so thank you thank you thank you it it's very very exciting for me it's like yes
0: (laughs) You're going to get me off a clip. Do we haven't even started yet? <laughs> Thank you. I, I love being with you. And I love the way that, you know, just great ideas come out and insights and things just click into place. You know, when you, mm. when you open up and you allow inspiration and guidance to lead you to where you're supposed to be, that the is, right yes. things come. Yes. To be shared. And that's, that's what I'm excited to have in this conversation. And Mm -hmm. as I'm introducing you, what lands with me is for people who are ready. So Mm -hmm. can you start us out by explaining what does that mean? Who are, or why is it important for people who are ready to move towards joy and happiness? Okay, so This is really a key
1: point. Because sometimes I get people coming to me and say, you know, I really like my brother, sister, mother, father, like somebody they know, come and see you. And I always ask them, well, do you know if they're ready for it? And because that person came to me, and they were ready, they were saying, I want to change. And now they're saying, oh, this person needs a change. The person, your vessel, I call the body our vessel, your vessel knows what it wants. Your mind says, I'm ready for this, or like, it's like when you're a skater or a swimmer, you know, if you can get out on the ice and do it, you know, if you can get in the pool and you, you know, you know, if you're ready, but if you're not ready to get in and have this change happen, you're going to sit there Mm. you're not going to be engaged. It's going to be a total waste of your time. So this is a really key point. And I'm not talking about just working with me. I'm talking about working with anybody. You have to be ready to accept the change. Do you know how many people are coaches? And one of the first things that they get in touch with, are you ready for change? Because working with a coach, you're going to be changed like both you and I are coaches Susie and in in the non-traditional more spiritual and you've got to be ready to make the changes or if you're going up to that person and saying like anybody that comes to you or to me and saying okay okay I want I want what you're offering are you ready have you got your head around that After working with me for three days, like in my three-day workshop, I'll say, you come in this way, and you leave this way, which is different than this. And it's not that one is bad and one is good. It's one is serving and not serving. Like, which one do you want? The not serving or the serving? And think of that, because Mm -hmm. this, this is energy. And think of the energy... That is waiting to circulate through your physical. Think about when you started walking super fast one day, like if you were to go for a walk, and your normal stride is and then then you decide to do. I'm going to call it a power walk, and you're like. What happened to your your physical, your vessel? Oh, you got a little heated. Oh, it's you're sweating a little bit. You're. All you did was shift the energy and you got a different effect. So when you come with either yourself or my program, you are going to shift the energy. And so are you ready? And I've had some people go, oh, I never thought of it. Because I can I can talk to you till the cows come home. But if you're sitting there going, no, no. No, that's, no, I don't know. I don't see how that could work for me. Then I'm not for you. You've got to be ready. And if you're ready, watch out, because shoot, we're going to go here. <laughs> and that's the fun part. That's the part that people literally walk out after three days. Well, not like close their screen is more <laughs> what they do, but. Like at the end of the three days there, we're doing our little circle of, so what do you say now type thing? And they're like, there's been so many changes. (gasps) Yes. Yes, that's what we want. We don't want you to be normal. We want you to be super fabulous, like you're meant to be. And after this last year of 2020, I don't even have to tell you, we all know the story. There are a lot of people that went through a lot of isolation and readjusting. And some of those people did not adjust well. And that's where people like you and I come in and go "Um, over here, over here. (laughs) Um, Come on, we can help. And this is part of our soul's purpose. And you you know, Susie, how it feels when we've just finished with a class and it's just like, oh, I am so much in gratitude for the souls that showed up that I could assist them because that's what I'm here for. That's like a brownie leader when all the little brownies get, get their badge. It's like, oh, or a scout leader, you know, whichever... <laughs> I don't know if they have brownies. or where Absolutely,
0: we do. I was like, oh, that's a Canadian and a U.S. thing. I was
1: a brownie. <laughs> but the, the, the you know, when they get a badge, the leaders feel proud that their little people got their badge. It's like, yes. And it's like when they come into the class and leave and they are like, I got something. It's like, yes, it's it's rewarding for my soul when people, have enriched their lives in a beautiful way and that's what i get joy out of so absolutely the the happiness spectrum needs to start going up Mm -hmm. because we got a lot of grumpy pants like (laughs) and you know now things are starting to get a bit more relaxed and we're having to move back into feeling comfortable Um, you know I actually went for dinner the other night and I got to sit in the restaurant. I was like, what, really? Yes, because most of them were takeout only. And I was like, wow, you know, and they've got the plastic between. But still, we got to sit in the restaurant. And it was, oh, I have to move back into that space and go, okay, this is what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this sitting in a restaurant. I love sitting in restaurants. <laughs> it makes me feel fancy. And you know, I'm being waited on. It's like thank you. I love it. So I I like to bring joy into things that I do and not take anything for granted. Because so many people are like I just want to go back to a restaurant. I want to be able to go sit in it and like but get your head around why what did it bring to you? What was the energy behind it? Because everything is energy. Mm. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I've kind of gone
1: off on a tangent,
0: but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, I mean, that's why that's why you lead with it, right? Because it's that important. And um, everything is energy. And people are funny about change. Oh, I'm not oh. afraid of change. I've moved around a lot. I've lived in a lot of different places you know, I embrace that. Um, A lot of people will do anything to avoid it. And that's what I really heard a lot over this last year is, when do we get to go back to normal? I just want things to be normal again. But but normal wasn't serving us. We Mm -hmm. already had so many things that were demanding our attention. Now we've had the spotlight shown on all of them. You know, yeah. this feeling of isolation, the um, numbers of depression and anxiety were all really climbing before 2020. Yes. And then it ignited, really. I mean, those really just, you know, hit a whole new exponential level of growth. Yes, And I believe that it's because it was past time for us to reckon with the breadth of the problem. And we have to be the ones to instigate change. It starts right here in this chair where we're sitting. If we're not willing to look at things a different way or bring in a new fresh perspective, we're just going to keep on getting what we've been getting.
1: Yeah. That's so key. Um, (laughs) You know, it's such a profound statement. When you see, if you don't change, you're going to get the same thing you've been getting. And the first step is acknowledging what do you want to change? And if you can't say, well, I guess I I shouldn't, um, I don't know, be a part of this group or read this book or listen to this TV show. Like people are addicted to their devices and they're going, Oh, why does my body hurt? How come I can't get up and go and do things? Uh, Did you try turning things off and just making a change? Like everybody wants to point out here and say it's, it's because of you that this is happening. You're making me do this. I feel bad because of you. Whoa, nobody can make you feel any way. You make you feel the way you are. So this is why I have the program I do called Journey to Happy is to get people to understand happy starts here. You can't make me happy, Susie. I mean, you do, but (laughs) because you're so delightful. (laughs) (laughs) But I decide if I'm going to be happy or not. That's a choice. And this is, not, this is not how I was brought up. I was brought up in a very harsh environment where I was told who I could talk to, how I could talk to them, how long I could talk to them, what, the, what I wore when I was talking to them, and all of those pieces. I was brought up in a cult. And so I didn't have choice. But when I decided to make change for myself, that was monumental for me. I decided I was stepping out of that py- paradigm and moving into this paradigm because that one was because everything for me is cause and effect. I either cause my life or I live in the effects of my life. I live in cause. That's the only way for me because most people that are bitching and complaining, oops, was I allowed to say? A, oh. Absolutely. If I'm complaining, i'm in effects and that's not serving if i'm in cause if i'm not having a good time who am i to who's to blame who am i blaming myself it's not because of you or that person or that person it's because of my decisions am i having a good time no well let's have a good time then like it's i take full responsibility so many people do not they'll go well you know my husband this, or my wife that, or my kids this, or the, the government that, or the politicians, or the library department, or, the, you know, like, they'll come up with this, like, what? And I was like, that's bizarre. Um, no, I dictate to myself what makes me happy. If I want to stand in the middle of my living room and dance for a few minutes, because I hear a great song, Boom, it's on. I'm happy. Boop, whoop, whoop. I don't care what people think. This is my joy. This is my happiness. And so many people are, you know, always, you know, well, what do people think? And you know, what are they gonna say? And who cares? What do you think? And so people need to stand up and take ownership for themselves and start making good decisions for themselves so that they're this vessel is not riddled with all your sob stories, all your mucky, mucky stuff that you keep hanging on, you know, back in the day, oh my God. If you only knew I had to walk both ways in 40 with no boots on, you know, like it really sad, sad stories. And it's like, so what? What about today? What's happening in today? So, so many people live away in their heads when it's right now they need to be focusing on. What is it right now? I can't change what happened earlier today or yesterday or the week before or the month before or a year ago. I can't change that. Can I change that over a year ago? I was so, I am not going online. I am not going on. Well, it's a little more than a year ago, but <laughs> I was so like, no, this, this COVID thing is going to be over soon. I'll be back in the, in the rooms doing workshops and um, eh, wrong page. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to change. What change? Oh, there's that word again. I was like, okay. I've got to change. All right. So I had to change and adopt to doing things online. And you know what? It works beautifully. I was like, who knew that this was actually going to work? Huh? What a beautiful change that was.
0: So now I'm back in my happy again. I'm like, yay. (laughs) Right. And if you hadn't been open to it, you never would have Known what was possible, right? I think that you and I, because we did at the same time, suddenly say, oh, I um, guess business happens online now. That's not how I was working either. But there are opportunities that have come about because we were willing to step into this change. I know I could not have imagined a year ago. Right? So I'm I'm so grateful, and I wanted. The, and what you're talking about makes me think too, because a big part of what drives me and what I want to land with people is the awareness that that we have power that we have been giving away, and through my conversation with stress and reclaiming our health with little bitty shifts in the habits, it's recognizing that we have the power to control our health. And so what I'm hearing you saying is, we have the power to control our happiness. And a lot of times people who are really unhappy are the same ones who have given that away and are letting the spouse or the kids or the boss or the dentist or the mailman or whoever be the reason they can't be happy. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes me think too, of, you know, the concept we can let our past define us, or we can let our past inspire us. There's just a perspective we have to bring to this choice. And it's a choice. It's yes. a choice to make change. And
1: most of the time, people who have control issues have problem with change. So there will be people in your audience that'll be listening. And they'll go, oh, you know, this guy, he is such a control freak. That's the same person that can't handle change well. They want seeing things the way they were, the same old, same old, doing this, doing that, going through the routine. And as soon as the routine's off, it's like, <laughs> they almost instantly will crash. Energetically, they will spiral down and they will go, I don't know what's going on and and those will be the first to have it happen to them and they will either bounce back up and go okay I guess I need to change which is a small percentage most of them will go oh it's because of that that I crashed oh okay well I'm back now and they don't see that there was an option there that there was a different choice and so that's a very valid point Susie is that choice point that's a choice Mm -hmm. and you can look at some people and just go oh my gosh they're always so joyful and so happy and and you know what do they do I want the lemonade they're drinking and it's a choice I've got problems like anybody else but that's not what I where I place my focus right my focus is on I'm in joy for what I have. I've made the choice to live where I live with the people that I live around. And if I don't like it, who's responsible for that? Me. So then I will just have to change where I live if I don't like it. But people think, well, it's because of the economy that I can't do it. It's because of our government programs that I can't do it. It's because of my neighbor's house isn't selling, so mine won't sell. Or whatever we start telling ourselves up in our heads, it's like, yeah, no, I'll just stay. And what's the undercurrent? No change.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But we reason it out and we we come up with theories and you know well no it's not a good time to move because you know there's a lot of you know people uncertain of what they're doing and you don't know how the economy is going to have help and all this uncertain it's like what if you gotta move you gotta move you know if your house burnt down you'd have to move you know but they don't think of it that way they come up with all these other things and it
0: just gets yeah
1: just silliness
0: a lot of effort can go into that, into staying stuck. Yes. So so I'm curious if you have any insights. I mean, we've already talked about it, right? People have to be ready to shift, to make a change. Um, But if you can see, there's just a little bit of resistance. There's just a little bit of this, maybe they grew up with that model of it's someone else's fault, right? Or, you know, it really does feel like the deck is stacked against them. Are there some ways or some um, shifts that you have shared with people that have started to kind of shed the light on it and help them recognize there's a different perspective from the one they've been letting themselves see?
1: Mm-hmm. So, one of the most common things that I have to tell people. First of all, is that it's not your fault and that change is possible.
0: Those are powerful things to lead with because I think a lot of people, when, when they hear, well, it's within your power to change, then they say, oh, well, so it's my fault that I'm stuck here. And then they try to tune back out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right? really powerful.
1: Yeah. And seriously, I want people to understand this. If you've come into this world and you've been leading your life and you're just following what you heard and the influencers you had around, like I did. I, you know, I was told to get married, have the picket fence with the station wagon and the dog and two and a half kids. And that was the model and and the job had to have a good pension plan. So that, that, okay, so that is what I got. That's what I, I did. I got married, had two children, got the good job with the good pension. And now I'm sitting in an oil and gas company on the 21st floor with the view of the mountains. And I'm sitting there going, one day, this isn't what I wanted. I thought this was what I wanted. And I don't want it anymore. I was like, oh, I've got what I thought was right because of what I had been told. And I've, I'm sitting in the evidence of this is what they wanted for me. The familial people who I love and adore. But it wasn't for me. And so I said to the universe, and be careful what you say to the universe, because I said, hmm, I don't wanna be here. Less than a month later, I got the golden handshake. Bye-bye. Five of us got marched out that day. and, uh, And when it came, Now time had passed, and I was like, how dare they?
0: Right, right.
1: Don't they know? I've been here for a long time, and I've got many years in here. And in the meantime, I'm going, OMG. I've got this thing at my house called a mortgage. (laughs) I go into fear. I went into fear so Poorly after they sent me home in a taxi with, you know, a golden handshake and really personal, you know, um, not really. We'll send your stuff in a box by courier. Okay, thanks. And you go home and you're sitting there. It's like they come in in the morning. You've just got there and they're coming and saying you're going out. And so you're sitting there going (gasps) and talk about fear coming over. Because now that's a big change. Big, big, big. Gone is the J-O-B. And so what do I say? Oh, no worries. I've already started a healing business. I'll just continue with that. And that was 20 years ago. No, 10 years ago. Sorry, full time. Yeah, I've been doing this 10, 20 years. But 10 years ago was when I got the handshake. And it's like, hmm. So I know what change is like. I know when the fear steps in. That you can hardly move your legs. You're in so much fear. You can hardly walk. I know what it feels like. I've been down that road. So I get it when people are riddled with fear. What I love about my journey is that I now have the tools to heal that person, to take that away and release it off of them. Just like I did it for myself, the tools that I learned. And it's like (sniffs) healed. Well, that sounds kind of (laughs) like (laughs) magic wand, but pretty much. Because there's I work a- with, the, and with the angels, they do the work. You just have to say in front of me, okay, Paige, I know that I just went through this fear. I lost my job and there's this big blob sitting on me. The angels will assist and they do the work. You don't have to regurgitate it. You don't have to go through it. You don't have to relive it, nothing. They just come in and go, and it's gone. And this, well... I'm oversimplifying at this particular moment, but pretty much, with the right steps, it's gone. And the biggest thing is people start looking, going, "Okay, where to go?" Like, so this is this is my team.
0: I love that portrait behind you. I'll call Michael, it a portrait. Gabrielle, Raphael
1: mother Mary, and Jesus. And this little one, that's me. (laughs) That's my team. So when I work with somebody, that's the team that I get that the title of is it the divine love, or the love that divinely guides me. Mm,
0: Beautiful. The love that divinely guides me. And I think that I think what's so powerful about what you're describing in the experience that is possible is that it's not it's not a matter of okay so we've identified it and here's the work that you have to do to clear this or here's you know what you have to give up to let it go beyond not carrying it with you anymore Mm. and trusting that healing is possible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because sometimes we have to kind of carry that badge of honor around and be like I survived all of this and this is how hard my life was and like we have to carry it with us we get a grip on it and and back to your point of being ready to shift ready to change we have to let go of that release that story yes and make room for another story to lead us
1: forward this is what I love about working with the angels is they do the work. Like I have to be willing to release something, but then they do the work. They come in and do the Roto-Rooter job and I just have to allow and boom, p-cha. it's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I love it because um, I know there's some programs out there and I'm, I'm not, poo-pooing them but for me I don't like to journal I'm I yes I can write I, I you know I send out my material I wrote things but to sit and journal about my experience and this the stuff that I went through and reliving it and the feelings and the woe and the me and the oh no it's not for me so this is why this type of healing with the angelic realm is such a match for me because I just say, I'm experiencing this team. Can is, can we take that away? And it's gone. And I don't have to question is, oh, is it really gone? I just know going forward, oh, I'm not having that experience anymore. And so it's a beautiful feeling when, I can just ask and receive, like Abraham Hicks says. "She Ask and it shall be given. That's how simple it is. It's, oh, but what do most people do? Can I really ask for that? Can I really? Uh, Yeah, yeah, let's start. Here's a way to start. Next time you go to the store, ask for the parking angels to get you a good parking spot. That's so classic. And just where do you like to normally park? On that side or that side or here or there? Wherever you like to normally park, say, can you get me a spot on the far west side or the east side? You know, where do you like to park? And then go to the store and see if the perfect spot is waiting for you. And if it is, then you know they're working. And if it isn't, you didn't believe it. Because it's always a parking spot for me, because I believe it. So this is another piece to the change is possible. But you got to believe it.
0: Absolutely. And I think that comes back to um, maybe a question of, you know, some of us have this work ethic, right? The same kind of perception goes along with stress. I have to be pushing myself so hard to reach my goals in order for them to be worthwhile. I have to earn it with my blood, sweat, and tears. And we think that the hard way is the right way. You know, a Mm -hmm. lot of us were raised that way. And I think there's a lot of generational healing and clearing that is happening right now.
1: So totally,
0: we can open up to a different way of doing this.
1: And, you know, For myself, I'm I'm full time entrepreneur, like yourself. And I am told by my guides, like right now, yes, I'm a little more dedicated to my business, because I've got things launching, and getting letters out and all of those kinds of pieces. So it's a busy time for me. But it's for right now. So I don't complain. I have awareness, oh, it's a little busy right now. After the push is off and now the course is done, it's like, oh, okay, now I can relax a bit, but I understand that I have to be a little more dedicated to get the results that I want. And this is why I love working with the angelic crown because, and here's the thing, people, does it have to be angels? No. It doesn't have to be angels. I like angels, but if you have a divine energy that works with you, then use that. There is nothing wrong with tapping into divine source energy. Just call it in. They want to assist. They want you to press that start button and go start. That was easy. (gasps) Oh, that felt good. Yes. It's not meant to be all convoluted and hard and struggle and no. Cancel, clear, delete that. This is with ease and grace and flow. It sounds all, you know, oh, she's smoking weed or something. I tell you, that's the space I'm in and I don't do that stuff because that's what my life is like and that's how I orchestrate it. That's my life by choice and that's big thing you got to choose to change to have the happiness and are you ready
0: and another thing too because i don't want to negate situations that people may be working from and you and i previously our conversation was really focused on people dealing with depression, either in themselves or in their family. And so there are situations in which there's other support, right, that is needed perhaps, like there's the hereditary you know, proclivity or there's neurotransmitters, there's other assistance and support that needs to come into the equation. And we can keep looking for the solutions, we can get connected, we can look for what resonates and leads us in the right direction, right? Maybe coming back to what I was saying earlier about where we put our power, When we give it away and when we bring it back. Yeah. Well,
1: and also, okay, so the audience knows a little bit more about me. There was a time, uh, Susie, when I was bedridden with depression. So I know what depression is about. And it's with my tools that I teach that I removed myself from that scenario. And, of course, worked with my doctor. I was on medication. I'm I'm not anti-doctor i i was on antidepressants and i was like getting myself better and he's like we should start weaning you off i was like yes thank you yay and so we had a plan and we followed through and you know the rest is history so i know what it's like when you're depressed i know i know that freaking cycle you get in your you're depressed because you're unhappy, and you're unhappy because you're depressed, and you're depressed because you're unhappy, and you're happy, unhappy because you just go, da, 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 and it's like, stop, stop the cycle of madness and make a change right now. And that's where a lot of people wait too long, they think something else is going to make them happy, they think that. Um, oh, if the kids just behaved, or if the wife was better, or the husband was better, or you know, treated me more kinder, or or if my taxes weren't so high, or you know, whatever story they're telling them, it's very common when you're depressed to be pointing out and going, "It's you guys, you're making me sick," and in fact, it's all here. And I get it. I know what it's like. And, you know, I'm I'm not making things trivial like there. There are my ex-husband is still depressed. After 30 years, he will never be off his meds. He can't, you know, it's it's serious with him. But he was he did not want my help. That's part of why we divorced. Um, Well, there's other pieces, but, you know, like, it's, you've got to want to change, or it's not going to work. And, and I'm not going to touch on anybody's tolls that if you're needing medical, medical assistance, I'm, I'm not saying that, yes, I can work miracles, and yes, miracles can happen. If you want them to, but most people want the evidence. How did that work? doesn't matter. It worked. And it's like, how did you get happy? My thoughts, my ways, my tools, you know,
0: made the choice.
1: But it's so simplistic. It's so simplistic.
0: Can't be that. (laughs) Is it that easy? All we have to do is choose. And I think that people tend to Think too, like, okay, I'm going to make the choice and I'll believe it if it's a radical transformation, mm-hmm. right? Which it can be if you're open to it, if you don't analyze and pick it all apart. And sometimes it happens with smaller things being revealed, right? Because if it was a radical change, would we trust it? Would we step into that with full faith, Maybe we need things to unfold more slowly so that we can grow into this new space. So trust the process you know, yes. and have curiosity and understand sometimes big shifts happen. And sometimes you have to kind of look backwards to see how far you've come because it's hard to recognize along the way, Right. but keep coming back to it and keep making however small that choice might be or as big as you're able to make those choices and trust that they add up and lead you to where you can be. Where yes. You, want to be.
1: you know, a lot of times, like I said, when there's, when change can happen and we want the evidence, some people have an expectation of what it should look like. So I want to caution people that when you have an expectation, like people will come to me and they have an expectation that they're just going to go from this to that, like, oh, overnight, and it doesn't happen. They had an expectation. And now my saying is, when you have an expectation, you're creating a limitation for yourself. So when I send out my letters to people, hey, come to you're coming to my three day, perfect, have no expectations, leave your expectations at the door. Just receive what you receive and let the gift unfold over the three days. Boom. Because if you come and you're saying, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen when I'm at Paige's workshop. And it doesn't, who gets fingers pointed? You know, so have in this is for anything, not just for my program, for anything. Like when you buy a car, you're buying a car and saying, great, this car is going to serve me well. I'm going to be able to go travel so many great places, and it's never going to break down, and it's going to be perfect, and they'll not get flat tires, and you're, you're building and building your expectation of the car. People, it's a car. It'll have his its wear and tear. It's a car. Hello? you know? So as soon as you create an expectation, you create a limitation. You're setting yourself up for failure. So stop it. Stop it. Stop it.
0: Tough love from Paige. Yeah. I I think that's worth remembering. If you have an expectation, you're setting yourself up for limitation because we think we know the ending that we want to write. But if we cast a vision and move ourselves towards it, we have to remain open because the blessings and the miracles that come up along the way to guide us to where we are meant to be could be beyond our wildest imagining, right? So why shut that opportunity out?
1: Well, here's the thing. Like I know people are gonna be saying in their head, well, Paige, you know, if I'm going to a party and I wanna have a good time, I'm I'm expecting to have a good time because I'm I'm, like, if you're going to invite me to your house, Susie, and you're saying, Paige, we're having a party. Come at seven o'clock on Friday night. Okay. And so I go to your house and I'm, before I get there, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have so much fun because I know it's just a blast at that house. And, you know, if they've got the pool open and the drinks are flying and blah, blah. And I get, I get this conjured up idea in my head. I'm going to get there and you're like, oh, I can't believe nobody else came. And uh, I got to the grocery store and they were out of juice and um, the liquor cabinets empty and we couldn't get the pool fixed. And I'm like, huh, what happened? It's because I had an expectation and I created a limitation. So what I do instead is I say, cool. I've been invited to Susie's house on Friday at seven. Thank you. And I leave it at that. My team, just like you have a team also, your divine source energy that you tap into, whoever that is, knows what you like. If it's for my highest good, well, first of all, I would have checked in to see if it's for my highest good that I go to Susie's on Friday at 7 o'clock. Oh, it says, yes, yes, go, go. Okay, so away I go. I get to Susie's and I have the best time because I trusted. I didn't set an expectation. I trusted that I'm being divinely led because I always check in. Is it for my highest good to go to Susie's party? And... Maybe it, that day it might not be, not anything against you, Susie, but it could be that there could be a, a crash on the freeway and I can't get to you and I'll be sitting in my vehicle all night waiting to get through, you know, like something like that. That's why I always check in and make Should I go here? Okay, should I do this program? Should I attend this person's piece? Should I go meet this person for coffee? I always check in with source energy so that I don't have to have any expectations. Is it gonna be good or not? If my team says, yep, go ahead, then I'm like, yay. And I get there and it's a blast and I love it because I also make my own fun. I'm a happy person and I don't question if I'm gonna have a good time. I don't get there and go, yeah,
0: Susie, yeah. Who else is gonna come and entertain me and make it fun? (laughs) Right? Right? I'm
1: I'm like, oh my God, I get to show up and be at your house. Are you kidding me? Yes, thank you. I'm in so much joy. Like, well, I mean, especially after this last year. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't realize they take some things for granted. Like, be in joy, just be in joy. That happy, there's enough grumpy out there. Look, it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, true. That you know? right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. um, where's the happy? Mm-hmm. And you know, I seriously am not on any drugs, <laughs> or maybe I should be. <laughs> And I don't drink alcohol. Well, that's not true. It depends if James comes to town and um, buys me a Cosmo. <laughs> right.
0: Right. When you're out with friends, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah,
1: I I really can't handle alcohol anymore. Like, it really gets me loopy after like one drink, and I'm like,
0: yeah. oh. <laughs> When you're already connected to joy, you don't need something to help you loosen
1: up, right? It just makes me gigglier, gigglier, since there's such a word. Noted.
0: For when (laughs) events come back down to San Diego, noted. (laughs) But what I think the secret to that is, if if people aren't picking up on it, is um, you said you check in, you check in with your guides, or you check in with your inner self, your higher self, your compass. Whatever it is, whatever that, that place is, you make space to tune in and say, does this feel right for me? Does this serve me? Instead mm-hmm. of looking out to say, who else is going to be there? Oh, yeah. are you going to? Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go. And then just as you say, then those expectations start to be created, right? Because you're looking out there for that validation and assurance. Yeah. No, we need to build this, this ability to to get quiet, to look inward, to look upward, to
1: Ask well, and, and listen. so many times when I was going to events, family would call and go, "Who else is going to be at the party?" And I'd I'd say to them, "You know what? I'm not the hostess. I don't know, but I'm going, and that's all that matters. And I'm going to have fun." Oh well, dear, you know. Oh, I wasn't implying. I said, "No, it's okay. I'm. It's not my event. It doesn't matter who's going to be there." I'm there and I'm having fun and that's all that matters. And it really does shock people, but that that internal compass that you have, you know, my company is the intuitive advisor. That intuition 20 years ago was not as sharp as it is today. That's a developed skill, but you know for yourself, like anybody listening, you know, Your body talks to you somehow. You get, a lot of people say, well, it's a gut feeling or I get chills up my back or somehow it is speaking, this vessel is speaking to you. Trust it. It is a truth serum that you've got going there. Just listen to it. Do we have to listen to it all the time? No, we can do whatever we want. We've got this thing called free will. I can get an ugly feeling around ooh, that event is, I'll go, I'm going anyways. And I get there and it's like, oh, they lost power. The ice all melted. It was terrible. I couldn't have a cold drink. And it was like, oh, I should have listened to myself. You know, but you're thinking it's going to be fun anyways. But team was, you know, divine energy knew. And I was like, oh, I should have listened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Note to self,
0: pay attention to the intuition. Maybe <laughs> next time I'll remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important to recognize. It's, it is a skill to be developed. It, it gets easier to tune into faster. And yeah. Yeah. Once we get quiet and learn how to listen. Yeah. So Paige, I tell folks how if they want to learn more about how you work or what you have available, you have a little gift people can pick up if they are drawn to it.
1: Yes. Um, and if, I I apologize for not remembering the title. It's how to start your day.
0: The right way to start your day with magical high energy. Yes. (laughs) It's a bit of a mouthful, but it sounds delicious. (laughs) No,
1: it's the right way. Like this is how do you start your day so that you are having a beautiful day? Are you getting up in the morning and, you know, getting up and going, oh, yuck. Ugh. Like, how many people do you know get out of bed like that? Lots. I used to. I've been there. Right? I wake up and I go, oh, I just slept the whole night. I love it. Thank you. I had such a beautiful sleep. Look at the day that I'm going to have. Oh, thank you, team. And I'm in gratitude. And then I start saying some beautiful things to myself. And in my document, I've got them listed out. What are some of the things you can say? And I know that some of you are like, oh, this sounds too like hokey pokey, fruity tooty, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to challenge you to start saying at least one nice thing to yourself in the morning. If you're getting up and looking at yourself in the mirror and going, oh, Stop. That's yourself. That's that beautiful being. And if you're a guy and you're like, I'm going to tell you, say hello to yourself. Hello, beautiful. Hello, handsome. However you are, you know, male, female, whatever you want to say, say it with meaning. Because nobody else is going to start coming around and going you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're gorgeous, you're this, you're that. No, we gotta say it for ourselves. We've gotta start saying, I love myself. I love myself. Are you kidding me? I'm starting to let my silver wings show. I love my silver wings. This is gonna be so cool because back here, it's not a silver. I'm gonna have this nice band right here. I was like, cool. Eventually, it'll all be white. It's going to take some time. But I'm like, you know what this means? I know my stuff. That's right. And I'm going to say that with earnestness. You've earned your wings. Well, and not only that, I'm so, so divinely connected that it's without a doubt that I know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And so... I know that sounds a little pompous, but if you're working with me, you got to be ready and you got to want change and you got to be able to hear the truth because I know in you is this beautiful being that it's just chomping on the bit to get out and you've got to start letting it out. It wants to express itself. It wants to get out. It's like, let me out. Let me out. But the monkey mind is like, oh, sh- be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. No, no. It's time. It's time to get the changes happening. Now. And so go on my website, click the little, I would like this little, ebook thing it's pretty (laughs) and then if you're further wanting to connect with me there's a box there you can connect with me please I'd love to hear from you and answer any questions you have and see if we're a fit because I'm not for everybody I get it but I'm sure for a lot of people <laughs> And I, I love what I do because it's serving my soul. And that's yeah. what brings me great joy. Just like for you, Susie, this is part of your thing is sharing your wisdom with people too. And it's, you know, we, we know how we feel. We get all like, Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to have to go for another walk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've got plenty of daylight left there in Vancouver. So you could definitely yes. get another walk in. We're getting up to the height of summer. Yeah. Yes. So we'll have the link for Paige's website in the show notes. If you're just listening, you can head back to the intuitive, the intuitive and find her ebook there, her resource. At least pick up one lovely thing to say to yourself. One loving, lovely thing. And mm-hmm. start. See how the energy shifts when you shower yourself with a little extra love and stop waiting for the world to prove itself to you.
1: Oh, right. Exactly. Susie. Like that's the greatest gift you can give yourself is just to be kind to yourself and you know, hello, handsome. Hello, beautiful. Whatever you want to say, look at in. look in the mirror and say it with genuineness. Not, hello, handsome, beautiful. No. Would you look at your buddy and say, I don't know if you're handsome. You go, hey, handsome. Or your girlfriend. Hey, beautiful. Why can't you talk to yourself that way? Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Try it. You really will be surprised at what you learn about yourself when you start treating yourself kinder. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep, there's a change worth making.
1: Yes, right?
0: Paige, thank you so, so much for joining me and for this conversation. I didn't know where we were going to go with it, but I knew it was going to take us all the right places. And I think we covered some important stuff. I'm so grateful Mm. for you and your time and your presence. Thank you, team, for joining us today.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, Susie, I want to thank you for having this platform available and for inviting me again. And I'm so blessed to have you in my space, in my world, and I love what you do too, and you're a soul worth knowing. And so thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you so.
0: Thank you, Paige. <sighs> I appreciate you, you too. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing in the world and shining your light.
1: Mm, thank you. Thank you.
0: You take good care. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit HappifiedLife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.